that the quiet of a thousand nights falls upon your ears, an idea will betray you. Your secrets are not yours alone. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter. soul story. Recovering from their adventure into the quarantine zone, Al, Jared, and Rosa enjoyed a quiet afternoon at the Three Sisters. A bouquet of flowers were waiting in each of the Thetans' rooms as a wave invitation to Matthew McFate's marvelous motions tonight at the Honeypot Casino. The guys weren't so lucky as Rosa, who had two new outfits in her room. It's a shame she was recovering from a hangover, otherwise she may have paid more attention to the gifts. Felix went on his own adventure, waiting outside the Honeypot Casino until it was time for the show. The good doctor was the first to enter the building. However, it was void of its usual rabble-rousers. Given a mask, he wandered off to find a table. One poor decision later, and his world was transformed from shadows into gold. It doesn't hurt that he became hooked on brilliance either. Felix, excited to see his friends' entrance, was then distracted by the image of his dead wife. Who's going to join the party next? Where is McFate hiding? Listen, and you may just find out. Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today, I'm joined by... Moose, playing Felix. Spencer, playing Jared. Bam Bam, playing Albert Long. I'm Logan, playing Rosa, the flamenco dancer. <laughs> Ole. And I'm Alex, and I'll be your fate master today. So, last game. Uh, you know, we woke up. We drank a little. I got drugs. We went to an awesome party. We did a little drugs. At least one of us did. Drugs. Drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, for those who are unaware, Brilliance is the substance controlled by a oogie-boogie thing named the Hungering Darkness. There is an NPC named Jacob Lynch, who is buddies. Not really, but we'll say that. Who's a stud muffin. (laughs) (laughs) And Jacob Lynch has this honeypot casino, and he's using it to feed everyone Brilliance, so that way this Hungering Darkness gets off his dick. Brilliance is in everything in this casino, food, drinks, so on, and just because Felix got super duper excited when he lost that willpower duel, he is now at a level of brilliance. Diseases work and in varying levels. You get assigned a level. It can go up. It can go down. Felix, I'm putting you at a level two brilliance condition. Okay. Sold. What this means is that he actually has a plus flip to any academic, excuse me, academic and crafting skills. That that goes for as long as his level of brilliance. So he that is two days since he's at a level two. Two days he'll have that bonus. Once those two days are up, he will suffer a negative flip. For, for two days. Of time. Two days, thank you. For two days. I was reading through the condition. And I want to make some house calls on it. I'm going to say there's no cheating. 
for your brilliance check to see if you need to go get your next fix. Okay. I'm also going to say there's no cheating for the doctor. Okay. But I can still make a doctor check to fix it? Yes. If you fail, you will immediately need to look for a source of brilliance. Okay. Because as in, man, morphine sure is good for me. I better use some more of it. <laughs> okay. Um, so those are my only two caveats. Okay. If you go to someone else or someone else doctors you, they won't, they, they can cheat it. It's just you yourself are unable to. Okay. Does that seem okay? Because drugs are good, okay? Mm-hmm. Drugs are good. I figure it makes it a little bit more challenging. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I do have a doctor of six, so. So, yeah, don't fuck up, man. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's see what happens. Felix could die again. It fine. So, um, that I wanted to address that from last game. Cool. Yeah, so where we left off, uh, Felix was high as a kite. He wanted to give us drinks and saw his wife. And saw his wife. Exactly. He's across the room from you guys currently. I would say he's probably halfway to the stage when he found a table. You guys don't see him because it's too dark, but he sees you. Felix, we'll have you start. Uh, well, at seeing his wife, um, he would have ripped off the mask immediately. And he's Mona? And he, he would stand up and, like, gesture to her. She bobs behind Rosa and then Al and then just kind of melts into the crowd. Uh-oh. Some people are about to die. Um, great. Uh, he's going to hawk his drink down on the floor. Uh, at this point, he'd be crying. And he's not sure why. But he would be just tears just streaming down his face. I can probably assume like he'll get these lines on that black lace mask where the ice is going to melt just from the, the heat of his tears. And he's going to be going through that crowd. Like he's shoving people out of the way, like trying to find her, causing quite the scene. Okay, that is definitely something the three of you notice. You hear someone cry out, Mona. It's kind of hard to place the voice. It sounds familiar. And then you see a, a man dive through this crowd that's not moving. They're, they're not trying to help him. They're not trying to really move out of his way. They're just there. But he's pushing through as if he's looking for someone. I don't know if I want to be at this party anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold on. Are we, like, because we can see him. Are we able to identify him as Doc Felix or no? Not right now. Okay, well then Jared does not care. <laughs> um, yeah, so in that case, um, Jared is going to uh, motion up near Al and kind of tap on his shoulder a bit. Now, Jared's mask is entirely flat, right? Yes. Okay, so like, okay, so no, no slits or anything. Oh, sorry, it's, it's, I didn't clarify. You all can see out of it. Well, yeah, but like, um, visually, I'm just asking. Or is it magic? We'll say it's magic. Cool, that's way cooler, okay. Yeah, it is. (laughs) This is some absolver shit. Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, he's going to tap on 
Al shoulder. Do you know what we're supposed to be doing here? Uh, not a damn clue. I just know he's gonna be here. Um, Jared will nod at that. Alright, well, then don't stray far. Hey guys, go ahead and give me another willpower check. Fuck. I did it. You, you done it. <laughs> I, I got... <laughs> did I do good? No, nope. you did bad. Oh, I got the black Ow. joker. Oh no! I also got the red joker. I got another ah. seven of crows. I saw that we both got jokers. I was like, which of our, which one of us did good? And then when you said I did it, and I was like, ooh, am I not good? That works out so great. So first off, Rosa, Red Joker, you don't have to make any more checks. There is tomfoolery happening. You want nothing to do with it. I mean, you could still probably use a drink, but you, you know that this is a dark room. With some creepy shit floating around. It bad. No. Guys are running through the crowd yelling people's name. I already drank a lot last night. I don't think I want to... I don't think I want to do anything right now. Al and Jared. The room suddenly lights up. It has that same blooming effect where it starts almost the stage and the, the room just turns into this bright gold light. And you see all these previously standing individuals laughing and dancing and jumping around and having just a ball. You see furniture and tapestries and they're all just gold and velvet and diamonds. There's people at the poker table and at the roulette table playing, gambling, having a good time. This is an awesome party. You're a little thirsty. You're a little hungry. You guys also see Dr. Felix pushing through the crowd, looking panicked. No one seems to be helping your friend. Mm. And no one will. <laughs> <laughs> you guys also think Matthew McFate is the coolest dude in the world. Oh, no. Well, I mean, he is, <laughs> so I don't know why you said it like that. You're right. My apologies. Uh, you would take a bullet for Matthew McFate. <laughs> you are his number one fan. Uh, <laughs> I don't like this. It's too fucking good, man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I I would like try to like flag down, uh, Felix. Um, you know, because everyone seems like they're having a good time, but he's like, you know, running and acting all frantic. Like, yo, uh, Philip, Philip, man, yo, what's uh, what's going on? There's no response, because that's not his name. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I mean, like, if he doesn't, like, respond, like, you know, uh, Al kind of, like, you know, give another kind of uh, elbow nudge to Jared. He's like, Jared, it's Phil. So, at this point, um, Jared does know who Al is talking about after hearing Phil so many fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jared looks over and uh, tracks Felix with his gaze, uh, which is even cooler because his fucking mask has no eyes. <laughs> He's going to look back to Al. Yeah, he sent us the note. Is he and Jared's going to look back to the good doctor? I I think we should intervene. Is that 
and he's going to motion to kind of the crowd around them. Won't stir up too much attention, will it? I think we'll be fine. You think he wants a drink? <laughs> Jared is going to pause and think about that for a moment. Yeah, actually, I feel like I could use a drink. With that, I think Jared is going to start off after Felix to ask if he wants to, you know, come to the bar. Al kind of like yelling after him, not quite following. He's like, yeah, you, uh, go get him. I'll go grab us some drinks and stuff. Uh, Jared, uh, who is pretty happy to be seeing McFate, kind of just offers a big thumbs up and then keeps going. And Al is going to kind of like, not really in particular to anyone, finger gun. He's like, now where is the bar? <laughs> Al, yeah. you find the bar easy. Oh, I bet I do. I mean, you have been here before, and you have that nagging feeling. Like, Man, maybe I shouldn't drink here. You're like, ah, it's a party. That won't be a lump on the log. God. <laughs> you approach the bar, and you see two women with their hair down. One has short hair, one has red hair. Mm. And they're both wearing masks, but one of them takes it off. And you see Alice. Oh, no. I don't know what trumps here. Alice or the Joker? <laughs> this is... Fuck. For all you know, Alice is there, safe and sound. She's happy. She's well. Wow. How could you be so silly to think that something will happen to her? Of course she'd be here. This is the biggest party of the year. Matthew McFate is here. And of course Alice would show up. You are an evil woman. <laughs> ha! <laughs> hey, hey there, gorgeous. I knew I'd find you here. She says nothing, but she smiles as if this is the first time she's seen you in years. So, um, looking to get some drinks. Me, Jer, Phil, kind of just uh, living it up. This is uh, quite the quite the shindig, huh? She doesn't move. She doesn't talk. I guess she does move. She moves to hold your hand and it's a very light touch and she's wearing gloves but she holds your hand and gives a little nod like she understands Jared and Felix Felix is still like destroying everyone's lives trying to get to find his wife I'm gonna say you you find her she doesn't put up much of a fight it was more like a come catch me kind of thing and she smiles she doesn't say anything what mask does she have she's not wearing one currently Tears still streaming down his face. He goes to touch her, but can't. He can't. Like, he can't. His muscles stop responding. He, his whole posture just deflates. He's brought to this just sniveling mess. He doesn't know what to do. He watched her die. She leans into your touch. She meets your touch. And she reaches out to cup your face and you see tears form in her eyes too but she still says nothing Jared as you're trying to catch up to the good doctor you see someone try to flag you down it's an energetic hand wave but no sound it's the craziest thing but you know that wave you know that means trouble and again of course she would be here at the biggest party of the year at the honeypot with all this money are you kidding <laughs> mm-hmm. Jared, I think he would take note of the wave in a very direct manner, 
he would continue on after Felix, <laughs> uh, making it known that that's what he was doing. <laughs> as he kind of uh, picks up his pace and uh, stomps a bit more. You see Felix sobbing, breaking, as he cuffs this woman's face. Do you mind describing her for us, Moose? Uh, she would be about 5'5". Five, five. Um, brunette hair. She has a few streaks of silver on the left half of her, kind of her temple area um, from an accident as a child. Uh, she would have on her wedding ring on her hand. She is very petite of frame, a strong commanding presence. Uh, she would have green eyes. Jared is going to approach I think very briefly he will be struck by something but kind of shake it off before I think he's going to reach down and try to take the doctor by the shoulder interrupting but sort of acting like he doesn't want to interrupt but still interrupting <laughs> uh Al is uh getting drinks do you uh two want anything felix not even looking at you what you would appear would just be like like that's what you get like you're not getting they're definitely sounds but they ain't words Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. jared is going to uh nod a bit i'll uh let you get back to it and then he will uh pleasure to meet you ma'am and then head on back. <laughs> she says nothing. She doesn't look at you. She only has eyes for Felix. Kind of stuck up, but that's okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rosa. Yeah. Your friends took off. They mentioned something about drinks. They mentioned something about Felix. But they dispersed. You are left alone at the entrance. What would you like to do? Um, well, Rosa hears drinks and gets sick to her stomach. And um, she's also still a little pouty from spilling bacon grease all over her new clothes. And now her friends ditched her. So I think she's going to go pout even more <laughs> on the sidelines. As you move for the sidelines... Uh, you pass by the scene that's happening between Spencer and Felix and the stranger. The stranger is not moving. They are standing straight up, arms by their side. It's a living person, but they're not interacting. And you see Felix sobbing. And you see Jared mumble and talk. And it's hard to actually understand him. It's almost like a whole other language that's happening, but that's not really right either. It's just... We don't really care. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna um, attribute all of the wacky voices to uh, her still being slightly hungover. Uh, but she'll narrow her eyes uh, and feel quite jealous that they would just run off towards another girl when she's dressed so fine. <laughs> oh. Wow. You're able to go to the sidelines. Do you, are you close to the stage or far from the stage? Well, Matthew paid attention to her, so maybe closer to the stage than... I don't... Yeah, closer to the stage, I suppose. Ow. 
Uh, I mean, because Al, I mean, he mentioned like the drinks, but if he's, you know, kind of embracing like hands with Alice, he is all about this embrace. And I feel like while still kind of like wrapped up in it, just for a moment, kind of like finds just that, you know, Alice, I, I, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny. I, I wanted to tell you something earlier. She tilts her head. I, uh, well, <laughs> He kind of like scratches the back of his head, get all like uh he gets he gets real fidgety. I um you you you're real important to me. <laughs> her brows kind of pinch inward and she tilts her head the other way. Like away? No, just like tilt it like so first it was to the right, now it's to the left. So, I mean with that, she's kind of like, you know, still sitting there just like, all right. Oh, come on, Al, you got this. Albert Long, Albert Long. Alice, I, um, I love you. And she sits up from her seat, and she leans in as if to kiss you. Jared, you walked away from Felix and his wife, correct? Yes. Making your way towards the bar. Again, people... Having a good time. And you kind of wish you could be having that good of a time. You feel it. You feel like it's right there. If you just let go of some of that awful weight you have in your chest. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is the place. Maybe maybe here, this is where your healing starts. Mm-hmm. And you see Al at the bar with a pretty redhead leaning up to kiss him. Mm-hmm. If that's where Al is and that's what Al's doing, I feel like Jared wouldn't interrupt. I feel like he would just meld with the crowd. You'll feel a familiar hand dig for a wallet. (laughs) But it's clumsy. It's not right. Huh. Okay. Without any sudden jolts or anything, Jared... Uh, with the hand in his pocket, is just going to slowly turn around to see who's behind him. I feel like that feeling would be unfamiliar, but I think he's kind of in this weird zen state where he's not in, like, an aggressive or defensive mood right now. It is your dear friend, Brecca. I bet. Her mask is a big false nose attached to some glasses. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and she, you know, thumbs her nose and sticks a tongue out at you. Jared is going to reach back and make sure that his wallet is like securely tucked away before offering up. Where uh, uh where where have you been hiding? Again, weird. The wallet's actually there. And she puts her hands on her hips. And sticks out her tongue at you again. As if, like, that's enough of an answer. Mm-hmm. And then we're back to Felix and Mona. At this point, Felix is regaining a little bit of his composure. But he recalls the scene, you know, kind of her last moments where she's, you know, spewing up her liquefied blood organs due to consumption. And, uh... There's, there's gonna be a pause here. And he'll look at her and how is all he'll be he'll manage to say at this moment fireworks go off 
literal fireworks on the stage and gold sparks erupt. And Rosa, you see the, you see these fireworks too, uh, although yours are more diminished. <laughs> and confetti drops from the ceiling and everyone who's under the influence currently, you see it as like shiny metallic paper, you know, the more like New Year's Eve type of confetti. Rosa, it's fucking newspaper. Just shred it up. Newspaper. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, Rosa's got a very uh, um, judgy face on as she holds her hand out to grab these pieces of newspaper to look at them a little closer and notice. And off stage, in a booming voice, you hear, Welcome, welcome to Matthew McFate's Marvelous Motions. You'll ooh, you'll ah, and we'll have a good time. Are you excited? Everyone under the influence, the entire crowd bursts into applause and cheering and hooting and hollering. And even, Felix, you you are, have this compelling feeling of to cheer. You are going through this awful, what the fuck is happening moment. But then you remember, Matthew's here. And I get to see Matthew with my wife? This is the best day ever. <laughs> And Al, your kiss, she, her lips are just hovering right above yours. And you hear this voice. And you have that same thought. Oh my god, I'm so lucky to be here with Alice to see Matthew <laughs> at the Honeypot Casino. Damn, we don't kiss though? You don't kiss. She breaks <laughs> away, wraps an arm around your, your waist, rests a head on your chest, and is ready to watch the show. Jared, you hear the voice from behind you. And you see Brecca stop the bratty attitude for a second and take off her glasses so she can see better and starts cheering, clapping, hopping around like a kid. Rosa, the people around you clap mechanically. It's in the same rhythm, not missing a beat. Um, is there a place to, like, duck around? Like, is there a door that I can duck into or something? But like a dark corner or something. I'm gonna say currently no. Like you're you're not near a hallway. You're not near the backstage area. You're pretty out of the way, being up against the wall as is. And no one seems to be paying you any mind at this point. Rosa's gonna make her way, like a few people into the crowd, I guess. And she's going to, but she's gonna try her best to. Is everybody wearing the same clothes too, or? or basically the same or does everybody have a different mask i guess i missed that i know that we have different masks uh, yep everyone has a different mask you might see similar like substances but they all look different she'll just try to hide herself inside the crowd matthew continues to speak and where would i be without the help of my incredible assistant give a warm welcome to the brave the bold the beautiful Albert Long! Oh, oh god. <laughs> and Al, you've been waiting for this moment. Years. This is all you've ever wanted. Oh, oh god. Not, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> oh yeah. At this point, Matthew steps on stage, and Rosa, you see that he's still wearing the kind of thread-worn clothing from before, but everyone else, he's wearing a magnificent red suit. Kind of similar to a circus ringleader. Very jaunty hat. His mustache is well-oiled. 
his boots click a little bit as he walks on stage. And as if being pulled by its own mystical, invisible hand, a box comes out being laid on a table. And the audience turns to you, Al. Because they all know who you are. Of course they know who you are. Alice looks so excited. And she pats your chest and, and starts to push you forward. As the crowd parts to make it easy for you to go up the steps to the stage. So before turning and bowing to his beloved Alice. And then standing, you know, with that I am fucking Albert Long. I'm the shit. Makes his way to that damn stage. Rosa, you see Al bow to this woman who's also standing, not moving, is not interacting with him whatsoever, and walks up the stage. Uh, Rosa's thinking this is really weird because she knows that Albert hates Matthew McFate. So she's uh, keeping a keen eye on things. Hey, Alex. Yes. Does this box look like the box that Felix saw being brought in here? It's the same shape. There's a blanket covering it, so you, you know, like, it looks like, but it's the same shape and size. Okay. Jared, do you turn to face the stage? I imagine he would, yeah. Felix? I'm torn here. Like, his dead wife is, like, for sake of podcast, he's watching the <laughs> show. That's not what I want him to do, but that's what he's doing. Is it fair to say that he's watching, but is having this conflicting feeling that it's a little bit of that cognitive dissonance where it's like, this this isn't right. Something's not wrong, but there's something greater pulling at you to watch the show. So it's not even so much that you're watching because you, you know, deep inside of you wants to. It's it's the magic that's making you watch the show. Got it. Sold on that. Is that better? That's better. Thank you. So Al, as you approach the stage, Matthew extends a hand, helps you up, pats your back. Even pulls you in for a hug. Oh, gross. Oh, oh yeah. Give him the, just the biggest hug. Biggest bro hug. Squeeze and just... Oh, man. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Al, I, I've been wanting you to join me on stage for a long time now. I'm glad we could finally arrange it. Oh, no. You have no idea how long I've waited to be up here with you. He takes your hand and guides you towards the box. So you know this trick, and he lifts up the lid to let you lay down inside of it. Oh. There's a spot for your head to poke out at the end and your feet to poke out at the other end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Al gets inside box. I'm trying to think. The stage itself is, is pretty sparse in decoration. It really is just Matthew and his magnificent outfit. This box, which it looks cheesy but that's kind of part of matthew's charm you know it has stars and moons and it's blue but you get the box and he closes the box and he pats your head (laughs) and then he reaches into his sleeve and pulls out a comically large saw and he turns to the audience are you ready for my first trick I shall saw our dear, dear Al in half. Can I just add that Al's probably like, just because of like how this is like affecting him, just out to the crowd, that very fake, but just like exaggerated, ooh, 
him as he's laying in this box. The crowd mimics you. And Rosa, you hear not the ooh, but a hum just break through the crowd. Well, Rosa's a little worried that she's about to witness a murder. And so she's going to take off her mask. And she's going to say, boo, we've seen this trick before. Show us another one. <laughs> and throw it at Matthew. Spring into action. Jared and Felix, you hear Rosa boo. How dare she? This man is a genius. <laughs> Surely he wouldn't just show an everyday trick that you've seen before. And there would be the compulsion to go silence her. Uh, Felix would look at Rosa and kind of like shoot her a look. Probably just due to what is happening. She Well, to, before we go any further, because she was trying to hide herself in the crowd. I don't know if she's immediately visible or not. That's a good point. Okay, yeah, go ahead and do a stealth flip. Okay, so stealth check. Rosa got a... She flipped a queen of rams. So she ended up getting a 14 of rams. So you guys are trying to see her. Uh, so that is a... It's not enough. It's an eight of rams. Um, I believe this would be straight... Hold on. Five of tomes. You guys hear it, but you don't know where. And you also know it's her, but you don't know okay. where. So we'll re redact somewhat and then say that you, you have that urge to go find her because you don't want her ruining the show. Okay. How does uh, Matthew respond? Matthew looks down to the crowd to find the source. It's dark. It's hard for him to see anything. <laughs> he chooses not to engage. And he smiles. And he turns back to the box, and he starts to saw, and he saws, and he saws, and for a second, Al, you snap out of it. You realize you're in this box, Matthew is above you, sawing away, and you look to the crowd, and you see just darkness, and what little faces you can see are still, and the party's gone, but then the next saw is right back. And the party's back. And your love for Matthew's back. And he pulls the box apart. You're fine. No damage. Nothing happened. <laughs> but everyone cheers. They clap their hands. They hoot and they holler. And he bows. I can't believe we have a naysayer here. I thought everyone loves Matthew. Yeah, we love Matthew. Woo! Uh, yeah, Rosa, I guess, um, would have, I guess she let her, let him just saw through, uh, poor Albert. And so seeing that he's not dead and there's not blood all over the floor and he's not screaming or anything like that, I guess she'll relax, but she's still a little, uh, uh, cautious. Matthew pulls the box together with a wave of his hand. The box moves off the table and just stands straight up. And your feet, Al, move into it and your head shortens and you're just able to stand inside the box. And he opens up the door for you to step out in one piece. I take a bow. And the crowd goes wild for you, Al. They are so excited. They're chanting, Al, 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 Al. You see Alice by the bar waving, looking so proud of you. Uh, I'll blow her kid. 
Oh, Matthew pats your back again. He's like, can you help me with one more trick? Anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> so dry. <laughs> he has this shit-eating grin on his face. He's like, all right. Step inside this box once more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Albert does this thing. He leaves the door open, and he turns to address the crowd. I am a man of many talents. Perhaps the most useful, however, is to make any man disappear. Oh no. He turns to Al, and he closes the door. He raps three times. He opens the door, and Al is missing. Hey everyone, it's Alex, one more time. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review us. Do you want to stay in touch? We'd love to hear from you. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SoulStoryPod. The cast is on Twitter as well. You can find Moose at Moosifo, Spencer at SpareBearTheMeek, Bam Bam at HotBam with three M's, Logan at KOTL of the Light, and you can find me, your Fate Master, at RollForAlex. For Alex.